Hi, and welcome to Your Best Self podcast, where my aim is to filter out the nonsense that the media and diet culture has led you to believe and give you evidence-based dieting and exercise advice that allows you to feel less overwhelmed and more empowered to make choices that fit around your family, career and goals. I want you to finally stop yo-yo dieting and achieve the fat loss results that you want and deserve in a healthy and sustainable way. Results that allow you to show up as your best self for you and everyone around you. I'm Heather, mum of two, EIQ certified nutritionist, PT and lover of all things fitness. My goal is to make your fat loss and fitness journey easier by sharing tips and advice And if you want some extra help and support on your journey, then details of my coaching can be found in the show notes. Welcome to this episode of Your Best Self podcast. So I am going to do another client Q&A. We are going to cover some wins, some struggles and some questions from this week's check-ins. I have had quite a lot of missed check-ins this week, so... If you're listening and this is you, then I expect to hear from you um, next check-in. Like everyone's check-ins are on different days and different um, weeks now. So like from my point of view, like I used to be able to do like just a universal um, reminder of check-ins, which I can't do anymore. Um, But you get a reminder on the app and you get a reminder at 9pm if you have missed that check-in that day and there's still time for you to do that check-in up until midnight so really there is no excuse for you not filling out a check-in and the check-ins are actually the most valuable part of the coaching process um, so if you've missed a check-in because you think you've had a bad week and you've not made much progress that's actually when you need the support um, the most and I can't help you um, if I don't know like what you're struggling with and what's going on so stop burying your head in the sand, like reach out, ask for help, get some feedback, actually acknowledge what you're struggling with um, and get the help that you need and deserve to help you reach your goals. Like a wee bit of tough love to start with, but guys, there's no excuse for missing the check-ins. Like please don't miss them. Like a one-off, yeah, that's fine. But if you're missing them like week after week, get in touch with me um, because you're not getting the most out of the coaching. Um, Let's move on to wins. So first one is um, somebody who said that they've eaten really well this week and that is amazing. Like when you start to prioritise your nutrition, you start to include like more fruit and veg in there, like higher protein, um, reducing like snacks, reducing processed foods, like everything in your life will start to um, improve. Like your sleep will improve, your mood will improve, um, like motivation will improve, like everything. You, it's it's really, really, um, unbelievable the difference. Like good nutrition, and I hate saying that word good nutrition, but like healthy nutrition, nourishing re- nutrition, has on every aspect of your life, like your ability to be able to um, like problem solve, react, like how you are with your kids, how you are with your work colleagues, like how present you are in like business or career, like focusing on your nutrition is going to impact on every aspect of this. So the fact that this person's um, like noticing all these things is amazing. Um, next one, getting outside for a walk every day except today. It was snowing heavily when I finished work. <laughs> but that's awesome, like actually showing up 
like every single day and getting the things done that you need to do like building that structure building these habits um like getting outside like not letting the weather be an excuse like yes maybe didn't get out today but if it was snowing very heavily then like let's let's just wait up pros and cons like but even if it is raining like guys buy a buy a decent duvet waterproof jacket and get out in the rain like you are going to feel so much better afterwards um, than if you are than if you just stay in the house and watch the rain from the window. There's nothing more miserable than sitting inside like in a miserable, horrible day uh, and kind of wishing you'd went and did it. Like you're only going to regret not going out and like your skin's waterproof, you'll be able to dry off afterwards. So that's awesome. Next one, um, my clothes are looser. Like, so actually noticing a difference in um, like how clothes are feeling um like obviously like that's such a, such a motivating um thing to notice especially if you've got things like uniforms or clothes you wear like every single day um or most days like when you start to feel them getting looser or you're having to like tighten up belt belt um loops and stuff like it is so motivating to see these things happening um and next one was like my youngest has been sick all week and now I'm feeling it too but I tried not to let it throw me off I'm just putting one foot in front of the other drinking water adding lots of veg to uh, every day even if I don't have the time to cook fancy recipes um, I'm moving away from all or nothing uh, for example I was deciding what to have for lunch today and I was hungry I had some tofu ready um, and there was white night white nice white rice needing eating I know that white rice doesn't fill me and it's something I could certainly overeat um, as it's just not very filling but I do like it and it was quick and easy so I chopped lots of veg up and I made a big lettuce wrap with li- rice I can't say rice today rice, veg and tofu um, it felt like a decent meal and I didn't like the fact that the rice wasn't my best choice it stopped me from adding lots of veg and enjoying it so amazing like so many wins in there like kids are going to get sick you're going to get sick like not every week is going to feel easy and and be easy but you just have to keep showing up and if you can commit to showing up a hundred percent like even if those days don't look quote-unquote perfect and you don't hit all your targets but if you're showing up and doing what you can you will see so much so much results like it's it's unbelievable whereas if you like have this day or you have a week where you think oh the kids are the kids are ill this week and I'm not feeling that great I'm just going to sick this week off I'll start again next week and then you just like eat all the crisps and the chocolate and you don't get your steps in and you don't do your workouts like you're going to feel worse by the end of that whereas if you just show up every single day and just do what you can and get creative with um like what you can like to see if you can't go out for a walk can you be more active around about the house like steps are steps like what like step obviously like you have a step goal and like walking's like a really easy way to do that but you do not have to pound the pavements for hours on end like you can get creative in the house you can like your your um, washing pile like you can go up and down the stairs with that like one item at a time that's going to get your steps up your movement up like if you're watching tv like don't sit in the kitchen and do that like potter about and tidy up or like do some ironing or do some washing like it doesn't have to be steps like walking outside get creative um I think she didn't say in this in in this part but this person also was talking about like dancing in the kitchen with her kids and things like that like this is all movement it's all energy expenditure it's all going to be um it's all going to go towards you 
create a calorie deficit so don't think about your steps solely as walks think of them think of how you can incorporate being more active and, and moving more in your day-to-day like if you've got a desk job do you have to be sitting at your desk all the time can you pace on work calls um like can you have can you set yourself little movement breaks can you get a standing desk or make a standing desk like all these little things are going to make a massive impact over time um and the next bit was like moving away from all or nothing so actually like taking something that she knows doesn't fill her up so white rice but adding things that do so adding lots of veg in there having it with like lettuce wraps using like um, pre-cooked protein sources like tofu um, and making something um, like nutritious that's going to fill her up and that she actually enjoys as well so awesome awesome ones Um, next one I've kept up my early morning early morning workouts twice a week and on a Saturday, on a Saturday morning and a mid morning workout mid week morning workout <laughs> um which is awesome like I honestly like see if you've got kids and you can get a morning workout like if your partner's going to be at home in the morning like get up and get that done like go to bed earlier if you have to 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 make sure you're getting your sleep and stuff but if you can get that morning workout done like it is one less thing to think about for the rest of the day like it's going to set you up your your mood is going to be better like those endorphins are going to be released you're going to be feeling great you're going to have so much more patience with your your kids or going to work like if you can get like I, I love working out early in the morning like and if I could that's when I would be working out like all of the time because I just think it just sets me up for it like a really productive and motivating day and I would I would advise everybody to do it if they can or at least try it and see how it makes you feel um struggles so one of the struggles um somebody had was being more patient um with tracking um calories on the app so in kahunas like you've got your food diary part um and that is where you log food and that means that I can look at your calories, I can look at your nutrition, um, I can go through that with like a fine tooth comb if needed, if you're not getting the results that you were hoping for, and we can see if we can make any changes. But I can't do that if there's no data. And it's very hard for me to make changes or to advise anything if there's no data there. So if you are tracking and it's the approach that you want to do, like if you're not if you're not putting any information in there, there's nothing that I can do to help. So you need to get into the habit, the habit, the habit of doing this. Um, and this person especially felt as if it was a bit um, stuttery is the word she used, which is amazing. But it's always going to feel stuttery until you get in the habit of it. And if you're like leaving it to the end of the day or you've got everything written out, you're going to do it at the end of the week. Like that's probably not the best way to do it Like because you're going to forget like you're gonna forget like little little mindless nibbles, little mindless bites, like how much oil you use to cook things, like the portion sizes of different bits and pieces, like it's just not gonna be as accurate. Like I would recommend like creating a habit of doing this so and getting into the habit of doing it, um and not doing it at the end of the day. So either well, not doing it at the end of the day and working back, like do it at the end of the day for the following day could be an option. Like if when you're sitting at night, like you could just get into the like the your log and plan for the following day, or doing it the, in that morning. So make it like creating like it as part of your morning routine. So if you always have a cup of coffee in the morning, like sit with your coffee, 
and the app open up and be like right, this is what I'm going to do this is what I'm going to eat for the rest of the day like you do not have to be that, that doesn't have to be rigid you don't have to um like stick to that you can make some changes and things but you know like the majority of your food is logged and you know what exactly what you're eating and it was less decision fatigue for you you don't have to think about more like in, you don't have to think about what you're eating that day you could be more focused um and yeah and it's also going to give me data to work with um to make the changes if we need to but usually what happens is when people start tracking then the results like start to come when they do when they do it consistently and remember like it is going to get easier like to start with when you are tracking like one of the cons to tracking is that it's time consuming but the longer that you do it like you can copy meals from one day into the next. If you do have the same breakfast every single day, like you can copy in that. Like maybe you change the fruit up so you could just make some little tweaks. Like if you have a similar lunch, um, or you rotate your meals, like that if once that meal is done once, you can always go back and re re-enter it. And most people do eat quite similarly every single day. Like then and the more they do it, the more they realise like their structure of meals and it becomes easier. But it is time consuming at the start, but you do have to keep doing it. Like if you do want to track, you have to keep at it and it has to become a habit and you do have to be more patient with it. Um, And it is about incorporating it into your routine. That is really going to work and and help. Okay, next struggle was with steps. Um, So this person has been at, at home a lot more this week. Um, but she, so she's struggling to get out for big walks. She just hasn't had the luxury of it, to be honest. But like I said before, she has been more active. She's been dancing with the kids. She's been getting, she's been pacing when when she's been at home on the phone, getting out the back door and walking around with the kids and stuff and playing with the kids. So she is doing what she can, but it might mean that for this week, her step count is a little bit lower than what it has been previously. But that's no need to be like, oh, fuck it, like, I can't get my steps in this week, so what's the point? I'll start again next week. Like, do what you can. Be consistent. <clears throat> you will. Nobody's asking you to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect to get results. You have to be consistent. This goes for steps. It goes for tracking. It goes for like your calorie intake. It goes for your workouts. Like, you do not have to be perfect every day, every week, but you have to be consistent. You have to show up and you have to put the effort in. Otherwise, you will not see results. And you cannot be annoyed at the results you didn't get if you didn't put the effort in. I think that's the right saying. Um, So this person has struggled with steps, but she's did what she can. And I know that she's got, like, the week coming up is going to be much of the same. So again, we have set her some realistic targets and she's just going to do what she can because she will get the results. And remember, you're the average of your actions over time. So... A week or two where your steps are a little bit lower than normal is not going to make a difference long term if you're thinking like months down the line. That week, that week or two where you were a little bit lower than you would be normally, it's not going to make any difference. Um, Next struggle was somebody feeling that they were just all over the place, very unorganised and just generally not coping with life. Like, yeah, I have weeks where I feel like this. Like two kids, one of them's ill, both of them are ill. Like, <clears throat> going back to work and <laughs> I'm going back to the NHS in three weeks. Like, it's literally, I do feel like I really need to get on with the organisation and the planning. And that's something that you you guys all need to do as well. Like, plan your weeks. Like, they do not need to be planned 
like every hour of every day. I mean, you can if you want to, but you do have to have a plan in there. So <clears throat> what I like to do is I take like the big things, so the, like the commitment. So for me, when I go back to work, that will be like my shifts. So they'll go in um, at the beginning, of the, they'll go in like on a Sunday night, I'm going to plan the week, they'll go in at the, the beginning of the week. And then workouts will go in, walks will go in, meals will go in. When I'm doing the food shop, will go in. Kids activities will go in. And then I'll work back for there. I'll see what else, like, if I've got, like, meeting with a friend or, like, one-to-one calls, um, like, all this stuff, like, when I'm recording podcasts, um, content, like, videos I'm planning and recording, etc., etc. That'll all go in. And my week is going to feel, is going to be so focused and I know the direction that I'm going in and everything is going to feel so much less or so like less overwhelming so if you're not planning your week if you're not organizing your week then you need to get on that because there is no worse feeling than waking like you you will not get the results by winging it like you just you won't regardless of your goal regardless of what you want your week to to look like if you're winging every single day every single meal like thinking oh i'll get a workout in at some point some point is not going to come like you need to plan it in there needs to be a time and a day and you need to show up for yourself and do that and follow through because that's the only way that you're going to get results and the next struggle is about like mindless eating and just picking things up out of habit so she says I'm going to try and cut down on reaching for something unhealthy impulsively I know that any food is okay well done you have unconditional permission to eat whatever you want, whenever you want. It says nothing about you as a person. Um, but I found myself grabbing the crisps a few times this week, um, a bit mindlessly in the kitchen, and I would rather not be. And that's the thing, like, you can eat crisps, you can eat chocolate, like you have permission to do that. But reality is, are, are they going to be the best decisions towards your goal? And if you're doing it mindlessly, they're not planned in, they're just there for the sake of it, like that's probably not the best choice and not the choice that's going to get um, move you forward towards your goal. A really easy tip, and this is thinking about like your food environment. So your food environment, um, whether that's at home or at work, it is going to have like a massive impact on like your habits, your behaviours and how easy dieting was going to feel. <clears throat> so at home, think about your environment. Like where are the crisps and the chocolate? Are they out for everyone to see? Or, excuse me, are they in a cupboard where you can't, like in a, or in a container that you can't see and I would actually something that's really easy and simple to do is just have a wee rearrangement every so often of where these things are because if you move the cupboard that they're in then when you go to the cupboard that they're normally in out of habit or mindless like action you're going to be like oh where are they oh what am I doing like it gives you a chance to pause and actually make a decision after that and what you might find is like, you're like, oh, I don't actually want these, what am I doing? Or you might be like, I really actually do want a pack of crisps just now. Like, I'm going to pop that into Kahunas, I'm going to see how many calories they are, like, is it worth it? Like, or you might, if you're not tracking, you might be like, well, I'm going to get my dinner in half an hour, so I'm going to enjoy it so much more if I leave these crisps. And if I want them, I'll have them after my dinner. Nine times out of ten, you're not going to want them. Um, but thinking about your food environment, that's going to have a massive, massive impact um, on results and mindless lack mindless slacking mindless snacking okay guys I'm going to go into questions now and there's been a couple of like amazing amazing questions um so first one is about confidence so 
Confidence to drive your progress instead of focusing on like setbacks and slow progress. So a little bit of context with this question is like this person has suffered an injury and it set her her back a little bit in terms of um like her performance and this person is like amazing, amazing. She has got insane performance goals for this year, but she just doesn't feel like where she like she doesn't feel like she's um in a position like where she was this time last year she keeps looking back to where she was this time last year and it's knocked her confidence a little bit and it's knocked her confidence in progressing forward um for her goals this year so she asked this question which is it's such a good good question like and I think it's something that we can all relate to like feeling our confidence knocked whether that has been like putting on a little bit of weight or like having kids and like having to come to terms with our body changing and not being able to do what we have been before or comparing ourselves back to like our younger self um, and what we could achieve at that time and so I think it's something that we can all relate to Um, and I'm going to quote um, Dr Julie's book and I know that I've definitely mentioned this book to this client before but I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it in a podcast before but it's Dr Julie Smith like and if you're not following her on Instagram go and follow her um, her handle is um, like, at Dr Julie but her book Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before talks about confidence and it talks about um, like the fact that confidence is going to grow with courage so it's courage first confidence second and it's about moving outside our comfort zone so when we are trying to make changes and we're trying to grow in confidence like we have to we have to get outside of our comfort zone like have the courage to to step outside that without confidence like confidence will come later um but it's it's the only way we're going to build confidence is to be is to be willing to let fear be present as we do the things that matter to us most. So if we're talking about like building up for like a performance goal, so whether that's a run or um like lifting a certain weight in the gym or I can't think of any more performance goals, that's terrible, but let's just go with those two. Like so either running or like building like a weight in the gym. Like you have to be willing to um get outside your comfort zone and up the distance even though you don't feel that fit right now like you have to be you have to have the courage to run a little bit further or you have to have the courage to run by yourself or you have to have the courage to run with a group and let that confidence build from there but you're never going to feel confident doing it to start with there is always going to be that fear but you have to be okay with that fear and use that um, as like a driver to push you forward. Like if you're feeling that fear, it means that you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone and you're going to build that confidence like from that. So do not fear the fear. <laughs> Lean into that fear because that usually means that you're on the right, the right lines. Like you're never going to get results by staying in your comfort zone. Like this goes for dieting as well. Like you're never going, like dieting is never going to feel easy there's always going to be times where you're going to be tempted with something or you're going to feel hungry or you're not going to go want to go that walk or you're not going to want to work out but you're going to have to push through that because that's not pushing you outside your comfort zone that's not going to get you results um and so yeah just remember courage comes first confidence comes second like 
always like I just like run through that in my head like courage first courage first like the courage it took me to do this podcast initially the courage it took me to um go on social media and talk on camera or to record videos like I didn't want to do that like that is that was my worst nightmare but I knew the only way that I was going to get confident with doing it is was is just to keep doing it and just to lean into that fear and like my first podcast took me an hour and a half to record and it's a 20 minute podcast like I had to keep stopping I kept starting like I was like this is just rubbish I nearly never never posted it I nearly never told anybody about it but where would I be now? Like I wouldn't be here, being able to help as many people as I as I can, um, if I didn't push through that fear. And I don't feel confident every single time I do these. I don't. Um, I'm hoping that I'll come to a point where it will feel more comfortable. But and I will feel more confident with it. Um, but this is like a stepping stone to where I want to get to. Like I want to be able to help people, um, like potentially deliver talks to like a group of people like even if it's in like the healthcare setting about like wellness at work and the nutrition and, and the lifestyle things that go with that like that's that's where I would like to go to I've kind of said it now haven't I like I'm going to have to follow through with this but I can't see myself doing that now like right now like I don't know if the, like I feel like I'm not confident enough to do that but I'm never going to get confident enough unless I put myself in these positions and build myself up to that point so I think that's really important to, to to remember and to think of when you do feel like you don't have the confidence to do the cert, like certain things like you won't have, but you're never going to feel confident unless you put unless you put yourself out there and build that conf- like build the courage, and then the confidence will come. Have the courage to get put yourself out there, and the confidence will come after. And I think the thing about looking back on where you were, and like what you could do before an injury or before you had children or when you were younger, like is only going to be helpful if you can use it as evidence that you are capable of achieving these things. So if you can look back and be like, I can do this because here is evidence I did this at this point. Like I built my fitness up and I was able to do that run. Like I know that I can do that. Like, so you have this self-belief and all you need to do now is have the courage to put yourself in positions that aren't going to feel that comfortable just now, but you are able to push through, push through that fear to build that confidence. Like, that's the only way looking back on where you were before is going to be helpful. If you're looking back and thinking, oh, gosh, this time last year I was able to do this. Like, kind of falls into, like, victim mentality a little bit because you're not, you're not um, focusing on what you need to. Like, you're focusing on where you were and that's not helpful. That's not pushing you forward. It's holding you back. Um, And from my experience, so in 2015... I think ish like I had to get emergency surgery to get my appendix removed and at the time like I took it so so hard like I was like doing quite a lot of like competitions with CrossFit like CrossFit was like basically my full life and I had to stop like it was it was I wasn't a bit naive with it like yes I do work in healthcare like and this is like (laughs) I basically thought got the operation Friday and thought I'd be back at work on Monday like literally did not realise that it was like emergency abdominal surgery like I would have like stitches well I actually had staples like I was I couldn't walk the length of myself like and I think part of me is like yes I think because it was such a, a sudden thing like I basically Friday morning had was having basically like abdominal pain for 10 days and ignored it Friday morning, finished a night shift, couldn't sleep, went to GP, he was like, you need to go to A&E, went to A&E, we're like, yeah, you're going for a surgery tonight, or as soon as possible, went that night, 
it was very quick didn't have really have the mental capacity or the like the time to actually acknowledge and and name work through what was going to happen but I got myself in a really really dark place after that operation like all I would all I was doing was looking at what other people were doing and hating them for it like I would look at other I would I would get myself in like deep in like scrolling social media scrolling competitive like um competitors scrolling like other people who were training and and hating them for it and being like I I'm raging that you're doing that like I basically was like just such a victim about it and I ended up piling on a lot of weight um, I didn't focus what was in my control. Like I could have, I could have worked on my nutrition. I could have worked on my mindset. I could have worked on like actually my values and realizing that it wasn't the healthiest place to be. Just having CrossFit um, and nothing else really going on. Um, but looking back on that now, like I can see all these things. But at the time, it was really really hard, and I did fall into that like comparison, but like. I can't believe I need to work back, like I need to go through all this again and I feel like I'm back at square one and I need to do this and I need to do that and I got there, I did, but it took a lot of time and I feel like that taught me quite a lot, so when I had like both the kids and obviously had to to adapt a lot of my training, all of my training really, like throughout both pregnancies and then deal with like coming back and building up and then falling pregnant again and coming back and building up like throughout those like three things they really did teach me quite a lot and I have the self-belief now that I know that if I if something was to happen I was to get injured or was would need an operation etc etc like if I had to have time out of like exercise it wouldn't be the end of the world like I know that I can build myself back up um and I wouldn't have like the same victim mentality about it. Um, I would be focusing on like what was in my control, and I think it highlights a few things. Like one, mindset is everything. So if you do feel like you are falling into that kind of victim mentality, like you do have to catch yourself, and you have to think like, well, what is in my control? Like, what do I need to do each day? to push myself a little bit closer towards that goal and where is my comfort zone right now am I pushing myself out of that and if not why not and the thing about that is like you have to sometimes it's about how you think about failure so being okay with failure reframing failure because failing means that you're pushing yourself out your comfort zone and you're using it as a way of learning so like the best business owners or the best athletes out there have gotten to where they are because they have failed multiple times and they have learned and then they've tried something different like the next time and they've gotten a little bit better and something's maybe not worked that next time so they've they've tweaked that and they've changed this like that's how they've gotten to where they are like they've been like if they had if they failed the very first time their first business failed or their first like race they didn't win or they failed like if they were just to quit then like they wouldn't have got to where they are right now so you have to be okay with failing and knowing that it's just a, it's a natural um like part of the journey and it usually means that you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone but it's a good thing to feel 
and also I always think about love when I think about feelings so she's learning to walk just now and like she is hilarious so she's falling she's getting back up she's falling she's crying she's getting back up like but though that's the only way she's going to learn like so it's so tough as a parent to watch her fall and know that she's going to fall but it's the only way that she's going to learn it's the only way she's going to be able to do it herself and it's the same with you like you have to fail and you have to learn in order to grow and in order to push out your comfort zone and then the more you do this like the more your self-belief will grow and your confidence will will grow your confidence will grow and you'll start to believe that you can do it because I know that you can do it you know deep down that you can do it but now it's just about actioning the daily things that you need to do like to show up for yourself and prove to yourself that you can do it and that's the hard part like it is about showing up day in day out regardless of how you're feeling and doing the work putting the effort in but you can do it and the thing that you mentioned about slow progress so like if you're showing up and putting the work in then you are going to see the progress so why does it matter how long it's going to take like so that's a question to ask yourself like so what if it takes like six months longer than you thought it would be like like it's going to take longer if you keep stopping if you keep comparing to where you were like this time last year or you keep worrying about if things are working like if you keep stopping and starting it's going to take longer than if you were just showing up consistently day in day out like yes it might take a little bit longer but as long as you're doing that as long as you're pushing you're putting effort in like you will get the results And the next question was, do you have any recommendations for a morning routine? And apologies, I've got a little bit of a cold, which I'm just thinking like if I'm, if I'm sniffing down the microphone, that's probably not going to be the nicest when you've got a, when you've you've got headphones in, apologies in advance. (coughs) I just did a big sniff and a big cough. Morning routine. So I would probably start with having, if you can, like a set wake up time. Like, I set bedtime and I set wake-up time. And that is because, as humans, like, we love routine. Um, But I know that this person works shifts. But when you're not on shift, like, if you can have, like, a a set wake-up time, and that just means that you are, like, your body's going to get into routine, but also, like, you can set a morning routine much better if you know, like, you get up at 6 o'clock every morning. So it could be, like, your morning routine is between, like, 6 and half 6. And that's the other thing about the morning routine. Like, you do not have to overcomplicate it. Like, I will see a lot of shit on Instagram about these fucking influencers who have got, I wake up and I journal for 30 minutes and then I go and meditate for 20 and I do this and I stretch and then I have a cup of organic coffee. (sighs) No, like, sorry, that's just, that's ridiculous and not required. Like, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be complicated. Something that I, I find really useful is asking yourself, like, how do you want to feel in the morning? And I think once you know that, then you can start to put some things in place in your morning routine that's going to help um, that feeling. So let's just say, do you want to feel, for example, you want to feel energised for the day? Energised, motivated, focused. Like, potentially, like, a little mini circuit or some stretches would help with that. Movement gives you energy. So... That could look like 10 squats, 10 press-ups, 10 lunges, 10 sit-ups. And you do that twice. So that's like 80 exercises. That's not going to take long. That's going to take a couple of minutes. 
or it could be like a like how you have a five minute stretch routine um and that could be your morning routine to start with get consistent with that now if you want to add something else in add something else in um do you want to be less reactive for your day like can I set yourself up set yourself up on a like a positive um like note so that could be that you stay off your phone for the first half hour that you're awake like you go up you go for a shower you go down you sit it's nice and quiet maybe the kids aren't up um you have a coffee and you're not on your phone so you're able to start that day in a better frame of mind um it could be like if you do want to have a really focused um day that you plan your day like you have your food planned and prepped you maybe sit in the morning with a cup of coffee and you pop your food into kahunas and it's planned for the rest of your day <clears throat> then you use the next 10 minutes to actually prep your lunches your breakfast and your lunch so that it's it's um, done it's ready to go if you're working <clears throat> it could be that you prep dinner for that night so whether you're maybe going to chuck some stuff in the slow cooker or you just want like the veggies already um, chopped and prepped for you coming home so you can just fling them in the pan so things are easier like just thinking about how you want to set up your day and how you want your day to feel like maybe you want a like a chilled and relaxed um approach to your morning routine so that could be that you um get up you have a shower you go down the stairs you've got a book you read five pages of your book with your cup of tea like for instance doesn't have to be really complicated doesn't have to take hours um like i currently don't have a morning routine because like kids but yeah there's just no morning routine to be had with kids right now but i'm getting quite strict on my evening routine um, so at the minute, like, I'm feeling a little bit anxious um, about different things and overstimulated in the evening. So I'm, like, setting boundaries with my phone, with social media. Like, I'm go- trying to have, like, a set bedtime, um, which is going to help improve your sleep, which might make you feel better in the morning, more motivated, more restful, etc. So potentially looking at your evening routine as well, body- bodying them up. Um, because at the end of the day, like, it is easy to get to get stuck scrolling on your phone like I know I do this or mindlessly watching Netflix like till 1am but that's really not serving you like that those couple of hours for those with kids like I, I know that you want those couple of hours like I know that you think that you deserve those couple of hours but would those couple of hours be best served with for you reading in bed journaling in bed getting an earlier night like yeah let's face it, they really, really would be, like, if you're not getting a great sleep, if the kids are up, or if you're working shifts, um, getting into, like, a good routine at night time, so that you're having better sleeps, is going to make everything else feel easier, dieting, performance, getting to the gym, doing the things you need to do, like, how reactive you are with, with people, how patient you are, etc., like, everything's going to feel so much better if you have a decent night's sleep. Um, so yeah, like that would be my recommendations for a morning routine. Like think about how you want to feel, pick one or two things that are going to help. And you can also think about stacking them onto an established habit. So <clears throat> that would be like if you always have a cup of coffee, like while you're having a cup of coffee, use that as a, um, like an opportunity to log your food for that day. Getting into the habit of doing it on top of an already established habit. Um, so yeah. Great questions, amazing ones, and I think some really, really common and relatable struggles as well. So I hope that that podcast has given you some value. And if you enjoyed it, please, please pass it on just to one more person. Um, It all helps. 
and I will speak to you all on the next episode.